Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. On News Radio 930 WBEN, this is Buffalo Means Business, where local businesses and services tell their stories. I'm Randy Bushover. You have one of those stories to share? Send me an email at randy.bushover at entercom.com. Joined by founder and president Steve Fortunato, director of digital strategies Ange Jandak, and they are with Shovel the Sidewalk. And I could say that they're a full-service marketing company here in Buffalo, but it's probably better to hear both from Steve and Ange what it is specifically that you guys do. Well, thanks for having us, Randy. We are, um, we are brand builders, so we tell stories, and we figure out ways to connect businesses to potential, whatever they are, clients, customers, patients, sometimes in recruitment, it would be potential candidates. That's the genesis. That's, that's basically what we do. There's a lot to it, but that's what we do. And your name itself is rather unique, the whole concept of shovel the sidewalk. People kind of well aware of that for, I don't know, anywhere from, what is the joke, eight to nine months a year we're, we're generally doing that here? Yeah, we do get those phone calls, by the way. Of sure, asking <laughs> ask if you will, right, it, sure. It, it, but is, <laughs> aside from uh, the potential obvious tie-in, what, what is the idea behind that name? Well, um, it's a, it serves as a reminder to us and, and to our clients that everything you do affects your brand personal brand, business brand, it could affect it in a positive way or negative way. So if you don't shovel your sidewalk on a snowy day, if you don't shovel the sidewalk to your business on a snowy day, you may have done everything right. Everything's great, you have a great sale, whatever it is. If you don't do the basic, if you don't do something that's common sense, someone has a bad experience and gets wet socks and walks in or cold, there it's going to negatively affect your brand. It's the same thing as saying, if you're gonna rob a bank, Randy, don't wear a WBEN t-shirt. So don't wear, right? It's, it's the same kind of thing. It all comes back to really protecting the brand. We believe heavily in protecting the brand. There's so many resources go into building a brand and telling a story. But everything you do, you know, if you do one little thing wrong or one big thing wrong, it could really affect you. Or right, it could come down to secret shopping. A lot of times we'll secret shop our businesses uh, that, uh, that we work with because sometimes when you're on the inside, say you're a doctor and you don't know what's going on because you're busy and you don't know the experience your patients are having. So sometimes it's we do secret shopping and we say, Doc, here's here's the situation. They love you. They love your PAs. They love everything about you. Um, but your the wait on the phone takes 15 minutes. That's not good for the brand. Or this person at the front, she, he is amazing. What makes her him tick? Because whatever it is, give them more of it and find more people like them. Now, you mentioned the example of doctors, so uh, I'm thinking in my mind already smaller business, but what you do is not just suited for small business, small, medium, large, I'm guessing? Well, yeah, I mean, a, a brand is for, for anything. I mean, but, but our target, our niche, the reason we're in business is we are a small business and our focus is small businesses. So uh, even, you know, uh, Geico happens to be a client of ours. Obviously, they're a big business. But even that is treated like a small business at the local level, wherever we are, because we've done work for them in, in multiple markets around the country. But each time, it's their own local uh, 
local flavor. And I don't want to leave Ange just kind of <laughs> sitting alone there, not saying much here, but because we want to talk a little bit about what you do, specifically as director of digital strategies. So naturally, the digital world is pretty much your domain. How does it dovetail with what Shovel the Sidewalk does, first of all? So everybody is in the digital because it's how we experience the world now. We're always on our phones. The first thing that we do now when we hear about a company, we don't call them. We don't go to the yellow pages. We don't look them up in the newspaper. We go online. But people don't understand that your brand is a huge part of the digital strategy. Even the way that people interact with your website, you aren't just thinking about the information that you want to get across. You have to think about how your end user is going to utilize that information. A great example that I tell people all the time is if you're going to look at a restaurant website on your laptop versus on your phone, what are the different experiences? If you're going to do it on your phone, you probably want to call a number immediately to arrange for takeout or delivery. If you're on the website, from your laptop, you just might want to peruse the menu, look at some of the reviews, see some pictures. So you have to have a completely different experience with those two things. Also, understanding the mentality of your end user. We are so bombarded with ads constantly um, in our day-to-day life, and people are burnt out from it. So when you're creating a digital strategy, you need to be able to plan for that community. You want to be able to give people things that are useful to them. You don't just want to sell to them all the time because they're going to tune you out. And then when you build, when you give them free information, things that are useful to them, not only are you establishing yourself as a thought leader, but you're also building trust and you're building loyalty. Even if that person can't use you, um, they'll pr- they'll promote you to somebody else, and you'll get a referral that way. But that's the digital encompass is only part of the brand. It's not a standalone thing. A lot of people think that if you just get a new website, or hey, I'm really active on social, or the worst thing is when you look and say, oh, I have Facebook, Google Plus, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Instagram, and those are all very different mentalities for those users. And Google Plus doesn't even exist anymore. That's one of my big <laughs> um, warning signs when I see a website and they have Google Plus. Google Plus hasn't existed for months and they gave us a year of warning. Um, so that shows that you're not paying attention. And so a lot of what I do with digital is helping sites stop bleeding. That's phase one, where they're actively harming themselves. And then phase two is building the content so that they become a thought leader and they become trusted uh, by their visitors. And then growing from there, there's a lot of fun stuff you can do with campaigns with digital and the tracking and all of that. But it's all just a small part of the overall brand. And you've talked, both of you, extensively about the concept of brand. And and just to clarify it for me and perhaps for a couple of listeners too, we're not just talking the name of the company, but what the company does, right? Is that or is it both? It's everything you do. Your brand is everything. Now you your marketing, your advertising, your subsets, but everything you do, it's when you it's it's not just your advertising. It's uh of course it's your logo, it's your slogan, it's it's the look, but it's also how you treat people. It's when they see you at the grocery store. It's, it's, abs- it's everything you do. Your brand is everything. And one of the concepts that you guys wanted to talk about, specifically the, uh, the notion of brand protection, does that kind of unfold what you just discussed, that, that the way you treat people is how they'll see you, which helps boost the brand or perhaps negatively impacts the that's brand? That's exactly it, and that, that's, that's everything. I had a experience yesterday on the highway with a national chain 
um, whose truck almost murdered me <laughs> on the highway. And I can guarantee you, even if we didn't have so much amazing pizza here in Buffalo, I'm not going to ever use that chain again. Um, just because it's if their drivers are like that and that reckless, no, I'm going to have a negative experience with that brand. Speaking with Shovel the Sidewalk founder and president Steve Fortunato and also their director of digital strategies and Ange Jandak here on Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. And I um, wanted to try to touch on as many other things as, uh, as we can in the remaining four or five minutes that we have. Uh, Ange, you've got jotted down here something viral versus chronic. These are two different <laughs> ways or two different digital strategies. So a big thing that everybody wants to do with digital is they say, I want to go viral, which if, for those who don't know, viral means that you create a piece of content and it spreads far and wide. It's the stuff that you see on Good Morning America when people post their wedding video or the Old Spice commercials when they first came out. And viral content is a once in a lifetime shot. It's like winning the lottery. People can't plan for that. Um, so what I say is instead of going viral, you want to go chronic. Chronic is a slow build. It gets more powerful over time and it's constantly in incremental stages. So you want to build good authoritative content. You want to build a community in your social. You want to build a community in real life. There's a whole bunch of tiny incremental changes that you can make as opposed to putting all of your chips into one basket and saying, we're going to do this big explosive video and then it flops and you're nowhere, you haven't changed from where you started. So yeah, small incremental content changes are going to be much more beneficial in the long run. And this very radio station and the radio stations, of course, are owned by Intercom Communications, also measure their success in part on the number of times that people will look at an article or listen to a piece of music, depending on what format. Um, pay-per-click, search engine optimization, those also both tie into what you guys can provide or uh, provide insight to. My philosophy is a little different than a lot of digital marketers. I don't think that you should uh, emphasize pay-per-click until your entire site is optimized. And the reason behind that is, one, with pay-per-click, you're paying for a visitor even if they're not a good fit. I would much rather prefer to filter and have qualified leads as opposed to just anybody who happened to type in the wrong word. Um, we, I used to have a client who they were spending $30,000 a month on pay-per-click advertising. And when we looked at it, people were typing in literal emojis and getting this very highly specific medical field because of how they set up the auction. So instead, if you focus on your search engine optimization, you make sure that you have your content laid out, not just for Google, but also for the end user, because that all factors into how highly your site is ranked by the search engines. Which and, all comes back to the brand. Mm -hmm. And speaking with that again, specifically, what, at what point might people be realizing that they need help with that brand? I'm guessing uh, at some point when things are not going very well for a company. I mean, it could be, uh, it's, it, it could be any time. A lot of times they just need an audit. They need somebody from the outside. Could be a digital audit. Could be a brand audit. They need somebody that that doesn't breathe it every day to take a look and maybe bring out other opportunities. Something I know quite well, especially in the radio realm, the power of sound. It's not just about seeing the website, but you also have to have because people seem to want more interaction. 
some other entertainment. So I'm guessing sound is one way to do that. We believe wholeheartedly in the power of sound. One of the reasons we advise our clients to use radio whenever possible. But wherever we have sound, we want to use it because sound is the best way to tell a story. It is oftentimes, it's, it's how you say it, not what you say. So we get people to talk about their why, where they're going, what their brand is about, why they're doing what they're doing. And hopefully we make a connection uh, with other people. It's the same way. Think about it. How do we learn the alphabet? We all learn the alphabet the same way way through hearing it and singing it and repeating it over over and over again that's as simplified as you can to talk about advertising the power of sound but we didn't learn the alphabet by reading it we learned about it by hearing it and repeating it and that also uh, you just talked about the pitching uh, of the advertising itself the recruitment advertising particular clients that are exceedingly good at that well we we um, look any any client we have their number one problem right now is a tight job market they need help re, uh, recruiting and retaining their current uh, retaining their current employees and recruiting new candidates and we did that a lot for Geico and Geico careers around the country we've learned a lot and it, it's something that we can do all we do is take our same philosophy about storytelling here's the secret we find happy employees we find out why they're happy, and we have them tell the world why they're happy. The best recruitment tool is a referral, so this is just the best way to do it, is have them tell us all about what's so great about that place that they work at, make an emotional connection with another potential candidate. Um, there's a, we have more information on, on our website, but it's something we believe wholeheartedly, and it's worked very well for us. And Ange wanted to sneak in this last bit about uh, the difference between short-term and long-term. I'm guessing what you mean there is planning for concepts or programs or whatever you want to do to try to get the word out about a brand. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of why I feel so strongly about organic content SEO versus pay-per-click. A lot of people think, okay, I'm going to put a bunch of money into pay-per-click, get me some X or Facebook ads, get some extra traffic to my website. But if that traffic doesn't convert, it's money that you've wasted. So it's much better to do incremental in the long term and grow your business from there as opposed to basically keep trying to plug a broken ship. And best way to get a hold of you would naturally be, what, Internet? And I'm guessing uh, shovelthesidewalk.com? It is, shovelthesidewalk.com. Our office number is 4655131. But we're right on the website. You can check it out. Yep, shovelthesidewalk.com. Thank mm-hmm. you both, Steve and Pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us, Randy. Steve Fortunato, founder and president. Ange Jandak is director of digital strategies for Shovel the Sidewalk. And this is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930, WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 